Hey everybody, welcome back to Five Songs or Less. Lush is here, and we definitely have not been talking about soccer for 10 minutes, and then his computer crashed. <laughs> definitely didn't <laughs> Sorry <happen>. guys, <laughs> sorry. That's okay. Arsenal is doing pretty good this year. Top of the league, and I feel like um, this fits well because of our... Uh, our choice today that we are talking about. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's a good, I think it works out well. You know, Arsenal gets knocked down, but they just get right back up again. It's a British thing. <laughs> That's how they do it in, in England. Yes, absolutely. Uh, we're going to talk about Chumbawamba, um, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. I'm excited to yes. talk about this. Um, also, Nate it was supposed to be here too, but he was like, I'm too busy all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, right. <laughs> um, that too. Was this now? Was this Nate's idea, or is this like kind of? No, this that... totally came from uh, this TikToker named uh, Better Stranger Books. I hope I got that okay. right. Matt Hirschberger. I was just scrolling through TikTok one day, and uh, his video came up on my for you page, and he was talking about how much he loved Chumbawamba, uh, and yeah. Uh, he had a list of top six songs, which in, included Tub Thumper. Okay. So I like took a screenshot of it and I messaged it or I commented and said, hey, is it okay if I use this for my podcast? And yeah. he said, knock yourself out. Because they've always been like a band I've been curious about because I only know Tub Thumper. And I feel like sure. everyone, well, not every, I guess I can't say everyone, but most people in America at least know Tub Thumper. And that's about it. Yes, me included, myself included. Yeah, you know, yeah. But this band has uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I guess twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen albums. Wow, six. Yeah, like, and they started like on the Crass label, like, right. Uh, so I've always been curious about them because I heard a, about that, how they were like these anarchist punks and they got this one big song and that's what they had a couple others in UK and Canada, but nothing mm. really in America. So I've always been kind of curious and that came across and so, yeah, yeah, it's absolutely like one of those bands that you, you know, everyone knows that song mm-hmm. and like, it's not like. You know, it's not a bad song. It's a pretty cool song. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like fun. Songs go. I feel it's like it, song. they probably play it at the Arsenal games or whatever. Dude, and like it's the kind of song like you just you hear it like once randomly mm-hmm. and then it's it's in your head no matter what for yeah. like at least a day, right? Didn't you like say you were at, it? at a karaoke or something and someone was doing a real terrible job of it or whatever? <laughs> I don't remember. I'm sure that sure You that were I, I believe you were a bit drunk. <laughs> Because I texted you and you were like, I'm a golden bear. Ah." (laughs) Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. It was like a, uh, worse than karaoke, it was like a performance. Open mic. Open mic. Like they rehearsed a lot. Uh, Oh, my God. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, But yeah, like. I was doing like a tiny bit of research, mm. the, like very cursory research I always <laughs> do for this podcast. Sorry. <laughs> okay. um, but uh, yeah, 30 years they were together yeah. from 1982 to 2012, which I mean, they're fucking older than me, which is saying something. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, I, that, I got them uh, by a year. <laughs> you got them by a year. All right. Um, but I mean, that alone, like, I had no idea. 
I, um, and it's funny you say that because like, you know, growing up like into punk rock and stuff, like when Temple Woman like came out, the song came out, obviously not came out because they've been a little older than me. But, uh, <laughs> when Dub Thumping was like a hit, uh, the punks, I remember just, just, just the punks, whoever <laughs> those were <laughs> that were in the know mm-hmm. were like, were like. They used to be in Crass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they played at Gilman Street. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> right, right, right. But it was all, like, to me, the urban legend was that they, like, were Crass. Or, mm-hmm. like, one of the guys was in Crass. So I was, like, kind of kept that tidbit in the back of my head. And, like, mm-hmm. maybe if I'm talking to somebody, I'd be like, oh, yeah, them. I heard they're in Crass, which is totally <laughs> wrong, I guess. But uh, <laughs> this, is, this is exactly how punk rock, like, yeah, yeah, go. Yeah. Totally fucking wrong. But, uh, yeah, so that was, like, kind of the mythology of them and, um, to read about it and see, oh shit, they really were on like Crass's label or whatever, mm-hmm. Crass Records, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, pretty cool. Yeah. Re- really cool. <laughs> Very, yeah, it was pretty interesting read. Like most of the songs had some good like explanation about like what they were about and stuff. Mm, so, yeah. so yeah, it, it was a, it's a fun listen. And I don't know, do you want to get into it? Do you want to like bullshit about tv shows or something for a while or or yeah we i mean yeah i'm always interested to know like what you're watching yeah and then we could get into it yeah we watched last night it's not a tv show but we watched marcel the shell with shoes on do you know anything about this is it uh no i have like heard of it is it a cartoon or it's is it, uh, it's a stop animated? motion it's like okay everything is live action except for marcel and the shells like oh that's cool yeah 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 and it's it's so adorable and a bit heartbreaking and heartwarming as well. Oh, we watched nice. it with the kids. Han, by the last like last thirty minutes, was like, "This is too sad. I do not want to watch this anymore." <laughs> it's like it's almost it. over, kid. It's almost over. Uh, he's got a big heart. Um, <sighs> is it? Uh, yeah, I, I think I saw it on like the list. And um, yeah, I think it's nice nominated family. for some for some stuff. Um, nice. And where can I watch it? Um, Do you know? Do you remember? Uh, we watched it on... We rented it. No, Yeah, we rented it. We'll say that. Okay, okay, we rented yeah, it. Yeah, you can rent you it. Go. You can rent it. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing some, like, <laughs> black ops. <laughs> like, saw watch on the dark web uh, with my kids. <laughs> I don't know if it's streaming, actually. I had... No, it's I downloaded it in a while ago, and so we just watched yeah. it that way. Let me... Nice. I'm going to check real quick and see if it's streaming and, and be on the up and up here. Yeah, because I do want kind of want to watch it now. And... Uh, it is not streaming anywhere, but you can rent oh, okay. it. You can rent for... it for $100. <laughs> Three ninety nine or four ninety nine, okay. depending on where nice. you're renting from. Got you. Oh, geez, awesome. five well, ninety nine on Apple. But yeah, it's really it's it's really cute, and um, the it's done by Dean Fleischer Camp. I don't know much about him. Um, mm. He's the the like main character, and the whole thing is he's he's living in this house, and there's this little creature, Marcel. And he's a little shell with one eye and little shoes. And he's just living in this house and he talks like a normal person and stuff like that and <laughs> does all it. these things. Voiced by Jenny Slate. Oh, I love her. Uh, She's great. Yeah. So it's just really, it's cute. It's, it's adorable. It's very sad, uh, but also heartwarming. Yeah. Uh, and stuff like that. So I definitely recommend watching okay. that. That might be my, uh, 
Saturday night. We like to watch a movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean, yeah, totally. on the weekends, Friday or Saturday, but Friday I'm usually so tired by the end. Yeah, like, yeah. I can't. Um, cool. Yeah. Um, what about you? Have you watched movies, TV yeah. shows lately? What are you What are you into? I'm always watching stuff um, when I can find the time and like stay awake through a whole thing. <laughs> um, but uh, let me think. What have I been watching? I had a couple things I've been watching. Um, oh, the first thing I've been watching, um, Christina is super into this show called uh, Poker Face. Yes. On uh, yes. I think Peacock or something. Peacock. I was just yes. about to ask when you were thinking. I was like, oh, I wonder if he watched Poker Face. Yeah, I've watched. I'm all caught up. I watched the newest one. Yes, we um, watched that last night as well. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's super good. It's um, so much fun. Uh, Ryan Johnson is always yeah. fun and uh, smart, whip smart, mm-hmm. always, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you watch Glass Onion? I did watch Glass Onion and I've seen like Knives Out. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, uh, for sure. But yeah, Poker Face on Peacock, streaming now. Um, <laughs> is, uh, I, being me, like, I, I love it. I've watched every episode. Of course, I have mm-hmm. not like complaints, but I have this thing about like the formula. Sure. I sure. don't I don't lo- I love the show and I don't but I don't love the formula. Does that make sense? Like mm-hmm. I like the yes. first couple episodes the most cuz it was less like formulaic and then mm-hmm. fell into a little bit of the like we introduced it. You know, I don't want to give it away too much, but like it's a, yeah, it's yeah, a bit yeah. of like a like a murder she wrote or something like yeah <laughs> which is cool <laughs> which is funny because like at the the end of the episode we watched last night the suggested thing was murder she wrote <laughs> that's it's what well, it started playing for me and i was like <laughs> i like went to the bathroom and i was like you're was like wait what it was Angela like lansbury what are you doing <laughs> and it was like season one episode one murder she yes wrote. yes yes it's like let me give you the mythology of jessica whatever it is. <laughs> Yo, what are we watching? I was like, is this, yeah, is yeah. this the first episode <laughs> You're of You're fucking Hero? into it now. The pilot? Like, whoa. <laughs> no, that's funny. Um, uh, but yeah. I, 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 I totally hear what you're saying. Like mm. that, it, it, it's a little trying at times. Mm. I will say episode last night totally threw me for a loop. That was a good one. The the Tim Meadows one, right? Was not, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not <laughs> expecting what happened. I'm not going to say any more for yes. those who haven't yes. watched. Totally didn't expect what what happened. It definitely, yeah. And you know what? Like, the, the formula is, it's not like a bad formula. Like, it's, yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. like clever. And like, mm-hmm. uh, and she's just so good. Natasha Leone is like, yeah. yeah. I, I need to watch like interviews with her. Like, does she really talk like that? Like every time I see her in something, she's like, that's just her voice. Man. She I, is. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch uh, Russian doll? Only the first season. But okay. We really love the first season. Yeah. I, I, I never got around to the second. I don't, I don't think I, I didn't even know that existed. I don't, even, I don't think I watched it either. The second season, <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, it was great. The first season is really good. And she's mm-hmm. just adorable. Mm-hmm. Like she's adorable. She's hilarious. And uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. writing is really good. Yeah, yeah. Top top writing. But yeah, Glass Onion was really good too. We had brought that up earlier. Yes. I like Glass um, Onion a lot. I love Janelle Monet. Yes. She's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's a great actress. I didn't so I good. didn't realize that uh she I mean, I guess I've seen her like here and there and things, but I mostly know her for her music. So Exactly. Um she's in my favorite movie uh of all time, which is uh Moonlight. 
and she's incredible oh. in Moonlight. She has a very small I role. I had no idea she was in that movie. And it's so, she's so good in it. And that was like a We've, while back, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. that might have been like earlier in her acting career. Mm-hmm. And so I, I remember watching her in that. We watched in the theaters and being like, damn, she's like really good. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I have, we still haven't watched that movie. It's It just seems way too sad. <laughs> I would definitely highly recommend it. It's funny that we're talking about this because I didn't think we'd go here. But like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's literally like maybe my favorite movie. And I love yeah. the filmmaker, Barry Jenkins. Um, mm-hmm. But you know what's funny, man? Um, it's actually not sad. Really? It's actually okay. like kind of not sad at all. It's like mm-hmm. actually like really hopeful and beautiful. Okay. And like okay. it's, but it seems like it'd be really sad, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All the previews I've seen of it just seem like just gutting. No, it's like, I mean, it's real and raw and there is some mm-hmm. like really like, it's, uh, it's very compelling, you know, like you definitely mm-hmm. like it gets to you, but, uh, no, it's like this really beautiful portrait of like, um, like, uh, you know, just love and yeah, and, yeah, yeah, um, and everything and and sexuality and yeah, it's really good. Really highly, highly mm-hmm. recommended. <clears throat> so I was smiling at uh, your kid. Is my son in the background? <laughs> He's trying to. Oh, I got two kids in the background right now. One oh. of them is like lurking, like the shadow. <laughs> there they are. They get excited and they want to be like yeah, on yeah, the podcast. It's cool. They it's can't. Cool. They can't help it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so that's it. That's what I've been watching. Um, cool, cool. That '90s movies. I'm always on a '90s movie strip, where mm-hmm. like or lately have been, where I like to rewatch uh, '90s movies or watch them for the first time sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. We've been on a like an Oscar kick, trying to watch the Oscar movies. Fun, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, we watched Tar. That one was, was okay. It was too long. I watched half of it, and um, yeah, it was really good. I thought, and but it was very like. It's it's way too long. Like they could have used some some editing. Like I liked everything that happened, but I'm like, oh, we didn't really need to see that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I feel out of like touch with stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. it's, it was really like I like what I saw, and I like uh, Kate Blanchett a lot. She's like super great actress. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, sometimes I can't relate to like <clears throat> sure like, super rich like white <laughs> white people like shit. You know, like <laughs> you can't like, relate to. Rich white people living in Germany, uh, <laughs> yeah. composing music. Yeah, just like being mad at each other and like fight, <laughs> fighting over things I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But there were some interesting bits. Um, the one part that stuck out to me, I liked her like mentor guy that was like old, like oh, the yeah. old guy. Yeah, yeah. And how he was like, there's this one scene where they're like having like lunch or something and mm-hmm. they're talking about classical music, which is like the whole fucking movie. But mm-hmm. uh, he's talking about how like Beethoven like ripped off Mozart. Yeah, 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 and I was like, "Damn, like I didn't know that." And like she was like, "That's fucking depressing," or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, "Damn, like it kind of had me thinking though, just about like music and like art and creation mm-hmm. and like uh, derivative or whatever, like not like yeah, 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 like how there's only eight notes and we're not we're all just kind of like playing in that yeah. sandbox, you know, a little bit. Nothing's nothing's totally original. Everything's kind of been done before. It's just yeah." How you put it all together, I suppose. Yeah, and sometimes people just get burnt out and like steal people's shit. Yeah. <laughs> in yep, music yep. and art. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. I just want to steal this guy's stuff. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, and then one more we watched recently was Triangle of Sadness. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched uh, it, but it looked. Another Oscar. Cool. I'm not going to say much. Yeah. Really good. Okay. Really funny. Oh, cool. 
Yeah. Don't eat while you watch it. Okay. That's all I'll say. Okay. <laughs> okay. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Uh, I think that one's on Peacock too. We were uh, we had just recently signed up for Peacock so that we could watch Poker Face, and we saw that nice. Um, nice. Tar and I believe Triangle of Sadness were on. Peacock. Yeah, that's where I was watching Tar. Um, oh, I also watched. I'm so bad. I need to finish this weekend because I fell asleep. But uh, mm-hmm. the Banshees of Inisherin or whatever. Oh, yes. Have you yes. Seen it? We watched that. Yes. <laughs> so good. It was. <laughs> Uh, didn't know what to expect going in, but oh, it's it's so wild. It's so good, uh, and like I was like Christina, like I know what we're talking about Tar. Like it's all these like super mm-hmm. rich people, and I can't like relate. I can, however, like relate to like these like pure, poor like <laughs> rural Scottish yeah, people yeah, yeah. more or Irish people. Sorry, uh, and like I just I loved it. I thought or like what I yeah. like I said I need to finish. I got like to the like crazy part with his finger or whatever. But oh man. I love Brendan Gleason. <laughs> mm-hmm. We've talked about Brendan Gleason before. Have we? When we were talking about like Dommel Gleason, his son oh, from Star okay, Wars okay. and like other people. Yes. Okay, yes. I remember yeah. That. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he's great. And and I, I love Colin Farrell and uh, mm-hmm. and supposedly their first film together in Bruges. In Bruges. Yeah, I haven't seen mm-hmm. it, but I heard that's really good. Uh, Amanda says we watched it together, but I don't remember. Mm. So we might need to rewatch it. There you go. And see. But she really likes that movie. Amanda's like, yes, In Bruges is great. And so she really wanted to watch this one since it's those two coming together again. And then uh, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing. Same guy. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, Okay. Francis McDormand. Yeah. He made that too, which I liked. And I know it was like, there's some controversy about it. Have you seen it? Mm -hmm. Three Mm -hmm. Billboards? Yeah. And like, yeah, there's some dumb shit in it, but like. I like Francis McDormand, and I like Martin yeah. McDonough, the guy, the director. It he, was a well-made movie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That was another Oscar season. Okay, we got to catch up on the Oscar movies. <laughs> I like doing that, too. Um, mm-hmm. I still haven't seen Everything Everywhere. Oh, really? Once. Yeah, okay. which I need to. Okay. Um, but I, I do like doing that, too, and just kind of mm-hmm. watching. Um, and there's some good ones this year, it seems like. Yeah. Like, yeah. Everything's been good. So far, we're not going to watch Avatar. We're not going to watch... Top Gun. Um, Are those best picture? Both of them? Yes. Damn, I did not know that. That's crazy. <laughs> Just Top handing gun. it to everybody. Top Gun. <laughs> I uh, uh, I, the Oscars, right. man. I don't like, I used to be super into it, but now like, yeah. actually after the Moonlight thing, that's what pissed me off. Because mm-hmm. I'd mm-hmm. seen it and I was super stoked. And then like the way they did it, like was awful. God, obviously, so if you remember weird, that. Man. In, like, the I do remember that. Ever. Like, so weird. Yeah. And I actually liked La La Land too that year. Like, yeah, I thought that, I, I thought movie that was, was fine. cool too. I did yeah. see that. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's cool. Yeah, Poker Face is great. Everybody watch it. Sign up for Peacock or don't get it. Get it other ways. Rent it. Rent it <laughs> from <laughs> Julian Assange. <laughs> <laughs> what were we watching? Oh, we watched the. Um, Pamela Anderson documentary oh, that's I on Netflix. That. I need to watch that, yeah. I didn't know she was tight with Julian Assange. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's totally hot. She's like an activist, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know she's, she's all like a PETA, PETA person. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. It's is an interesting movie. Did it make you like her? Like, was it like, oh, she's kind of cool? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never, I mean, I haven't, I haven't thought about her in years. Since you were 12. <laughs> Since I was 12, exactly. <laughs> I grew up in the 90s. Exactly. Uh, well let's get into chumbawamba we already talked about him a bit but a little bit so yeah this playlist came from 
Better Stranger Books on TikTok, Matt Hirschberger. I think I said that correct. Sorry, Matt, if I didn't. A band that I've always been curious about, but never... I feel like so many bands, you it's hard to know where to start. Yes. And with a band with, what did I say, 15, 16 albums? Right. You know, where do you... Uh, obviously, I could pick up Tub Thumper, but I don't know. I just never... Never gave it gave it the time. Yeah. Now, and I believe one of the songs is from Tub, Tub Thumper, right? Yeah, the and very first was, song the very is, first is from song. the same album. But yeah, so, I mean, we kind of already talked about our history. I don't know. What are you going to say? What are you going to say so far? Yeah, so, I mean, this is an interesting one because I've done four or five of these with you now. And this is mm-hmm. probably uh, the band I was like the least familiar with besides the song. Um, mm-hmm. Or maybe Deep Land because I didn't really know them. But um, oh right. So it was, it was fun. And like as I would tell my, one part that's fun about it is that I would tell my coworkers and stuff like, oh, I'm doing a podcast about Chumbawamba, <laughs> and they'd immediately be like, oh, like or the like, reaction was never like, yeah. posit- positive. <laughs> Amanda, I, I, I was like, oh, I'm podcasting on Saturday morning, yeah. and she's like, oh, who are you, what are you doing? And I was yeah. like, oh, I'm with Lush, and we're doing Chumbawamba. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you only know that one song and you know it. <laughs> and you know it. It's like a very like organic, like visceral reaction though. From yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, like it's so bad for us. You know, they have that one hit wonder status and it's not like it's a bad song, but like you're a one hit wonder and you're automatically a bad taste in people's mouths. A hundred percent. Yeah. And this is kind of like, I mean, the definition of a one hit wonder, mm-hmm. uh, uh, a jock jam almost like a sports <laughs> anthem. <laughs> remember that jock jam? I do scene? remember jock jam. <laughs> I dimple. bet it's on volume one. <laughs> oh, no. Along with, uh, Hey, <laughs> whatever that song is. Um, connection to, Oh, really? You heard, you didn't hear my, Oh, one hour later. Jock jams. <laughs> Jock, you missed my acapella. Oh, you did an acapella. Of, uh, we will rock you or Seven Nation Army. <laughs> Seven Nation Army. That's on Jock Jams like fifteen, I think. Oh, it has to be. It's like the anthem. What's the ultimate Jock Jam? The one, the one that I. Um, oh, now it's gonna be a mystery for me forever. I did. Yeah, you got to guess in the episode. I, guess <laughs> I don't know what it's called, and I, I did a bad job. <laughs> It's like on the tip of my tongue and it's killing me because I know it. It's like, uh, but yeah, uh, that's great. I think I told a couple of people, Cody, I, I was trying to find, you know, folks to do this yeah. with. And Cody was like, nope, not, not doing it. I ended up giving it to you because apparently you're the person that I give playlists to where the, the playlist just comes from somebody else. Ah, we're both unfamiliar yes, with the band. Yes. Like we did with Primus. Yeah. So, you, so you're going to be my go-to for I, <laughs> random playlists. I can't take now. initiative and write my own playlist, but also um, I'm like a goat. I'll just like eat all the garbage that nobody, <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants. Just feed me your tin cans of Chumbawamba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll listen to Prim- <laughs> Primus and Chumbawamba. Yes. <laughs> I, I will say uh, I would much rather listen to Chumbawamba than Primus. You know, it's a crazy contrast, like even just like how I felt about it and even just like knowing way more about Primus and being mm-hmm. way less mm-hmm. like converted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this, I'm like, I don't want to spoil it, but I'm like, I'm a fucking super fan now. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, All right, let's let's get into our first song then, so we can stop kind of like sure. dicking around the the songs. First song is called Amnesia. Oh, I should have done. It. First song. Oh shit! What's the yeah. first song called? <laughs> Fuck! I don't remember. Oh, Amnesia. <laughs> yes. dance banger a banger yeah absolutely and i think a good first song for yeah, the yeah. playlist and i appreciate great way to open the playlist how he did it because it's almost the most like you feel like comfortable like this is the mm-hmm. chumba wumba i know and yeah like it was it was the single that followed tub thumper mm. uh it didn't really take or even come out in america but apparently it was it's huge in the uk it's huge in canada interesting yeah 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 uh apparently uh, a radio edit was on the soundtrack for sabrina the teenage witch i love that the show <laughs> the show's yes. original yes. soundtrack <laughs> the show's original soundtrack <laughs> so and it's funny because some all these songs are are political yeah right? yeah this one is talking about you know, the politicians like turning their backs on people, not keeping their promises mm. and everyone forgetting mm. like, yeah, you know, you know, whoever did all these things in the past. But, oh, no, we're we're going to forget that and we're going to campaign for him. We're going to vote for him and stuff like that. Right. But then it's on the scene, Sabrina, the Teenage Witch soundtrack <laughs> <laughs> or like the song, the song later on what it's about and stuff. And then uh, they get an offer from GM, the car company, ah, to, to use the song. Interesting. We'll talk about that later. But wow. I did not know that. Yeah, it's it's fun. Um, but yeah, the song is so, it's just like, it sounds so fun and so happy, and I love the vocals so much. Yes, I love the two of them together. Like, yeah. The way they bounce off each other. and um, Yeah. I... Th- I I want more bands like this where there's so many people and there's different people writing the songs and there's all these different instruments. I, I just want more bands like that. Absolutely. In, in my life. <laughs> yeah. Just like more like a commune of musicians almost. Yeah. Like so um, many bands that I listen to are just guitar, drum, bass, guitar, drum, bass. Exactly. You know? and, and that formula of, um, and even just like the look of it, like huh, mm-hmm. three dudes and three chicks or whatever. Like, and yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Um, no, I, 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 I love that about them. And I actually love kind of the, irony of like yeah yeah yeah, like uh because they have a cool i don't know like i appreciate the approach i don't you know like a lot of it is tongue-in-cheek one thing i really love about them um is that the content is actually like you were just describing in the lyrics um Mm -hmm. quite like powerful and real and like uh pertinent to like real life and important issues for like all these people um but they just don't really take themselves too seriously. Like yeah, they have yeah, yeah. fun. Like you're saying it's fun. That's what you keep saying is the adjective or descri- describer. Um, and just so much nowadays of art or music or anything, mm-hmm. it just takes itself so seriously, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I do appreciate that. And I mean, these guys are like, 
in England they say taking the piss, right? And they are take, yeah, yeah, yes, taking yes. the piss. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think that's cool to like put in a, a good positive message like this or a political message uh, into something that sounds so danceable and so fun. Yeah. I mean, it's a good way f- to spread a message. It's also a good way to get dummies to like love the song and then not understand what it means. Like yeah. like a rage against machine comes yeah, to mind, yeah, totally, you know, totally. with fucking Ted Cruz talking about how he loves rage. Against oh my machine. God. I didn't know that, but yeah, <laughs> Ted Cruz or Marco Rubio. I can't remember which assholes. one yeah. talking about. Wow. Wait a second. They're woke. <laughs> <laughs> right. Woke. Imagine. Wait. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, totally. Yeah. But yeah, I, uh, I'll play the chorus. I think this is the chorus at two minutes here. Uh, kind of like really hitting on that juxtaposition of like how hot, happy the song sounds. Mm. But, uh, or no, it's the pre-chorus and the chorus. Yeah. Just how happy and upbeat the song sounds, but talking about stupid politicians. What it makes me think of huh. is, uh, did you ever watch Spaced? I don't think I did. No. It was um, Edgar Wright's TV show before Shaun of the Dead. Oh. Uh, and it's got the that crew or whatever. Yeah. So Simon yeah. Pegg yeah, and totally. um, the other guy. This That's is the big this guy. Is me not remembering I know, but I, lo- I love him. And I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's a great show. Uh, I don't think it's streaming anymore. Ah, but is it from this era? Check, would you say like what's what year did this song come out? Uh, ninety seven. Wow. So probably it, the show takes place in like the late nineties because gotcha. uh, big topic since it's very based around nerd culture. Ah, and okay. Stuff, uh, the big and uh, comic book culture. The big topic is um, uh, Phantom Menace. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Nice. 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 <laughs> this is like before so. like the. It's still like toxic nerd culture, but like before the yeah, full yeah, outpouring yeah. of the internet, like yeah. Oh my god, dude! I gotta, <laughs> I gotta watch it. I gotta get. Uh, I have to find you a way to I watch the show. To, it, I have to like uh, WhatsApp uh, Julian Assange or no, no. Uh, what's the guy? <laughs> and and uh, like Simon Pegg is is a bit of a skater too, so he's wearing oh, I like, love it. St- uh, like old you know '90s skate. I love that and stuff. Um, it kind of brings me to like a thought I had about this song is that, um, I mean, it's obviously so like evocative of that era, like, mm-hmm. like, and it was not like a bad era. <laughs> it's like kind of no. a good era. And like the music all like <laughs> sounds kind of not the same, but like the production, you know, like, uh, mm-hmm. like a Kylie Minogue song or like something, you know, which, which yeah. I, I love that. I yeah. love that stuff. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a guy at Dimple that his favorite was Kylie Minogue and like, Oh, every really? night we just listen to every Kylie Minogue record. Hell yeah. <laughs> He's like the weirdest like middle-aged white guy. And like <laughs> Don. His name was Don. He was a dimple legend. Don. Dimple legend. Interesting. Yeah, no one okay, knew him because okay. he was like weird. <laughs> like sorry, Don, you're listening to this. You're not yeah, weird. Yeah, I love yeah. you, Don. You're the best. <laughs> I'm posting this in the in the dimple yes, Facebook yes, group for yes. sure. Anyways, um yeah, definitely has that sound though. And um 
I like, I mean, it was like a good era. It was an interesting era for like dance mm -hmm. music and like mainstream music. There was a yeah. lot of like overlap and it's sad this song didn't become big in America. They, they must have got like screwed or something. What happened? Maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how all that kind of shit works, you know? Just like, like how we can come to Canada. Yeah. Just, just above us. You know, but and like following, cross the following board. the success of tub thumping, like you would think yeah, they'd yeah, try yeah. to like really like nowadays they would be like make four more, <laughs> you know, like. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, no, maybe um, that's always interesting with bands like this from <coughs> Europe, where they'll they'll kind of break there or in in Canada mm -hmm. weirdly and or not here, you know. Yeah, yeah. I also uh, I haven't talked much about the the vocals, but I I absolutely love the voice. It immediately made me think of uh, a band called Summer Cats from Australia. Mm. Um, they came through Sacramento like years and years ago. And the dude's voice, is, it, it's almost identical. Like it's really weird. Interesting. I, I've never heard of them, but yeah. yeah, that's cool. They're like a twee indie band or whatever. Like they're, they're really fun, but totally different than this. But the voice reminds me of that. Interesting. Uh, now, who? Yeah, and I like that a lot. Who's like the main guy? Is it this Boff Boff guy? Boff Wally Wally? Uh, Boff, see, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if, if Boff was the dude who sang I Get Knocked Down or Tub Thumper. Yeah. Um, but there's Boff Danbert, uh, who does vocals. Yeah. Lou Watts does vocals. Uh, I think the singer of this one might be Alice, Alice Nutter. Yeah, I think she's generally like the female, but, and I, I think you're right. I think the two of the, the first two guys you mentioned, I think kind of like, yeah. I mean, when you're together for 30 years, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've got this many people. In exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, that, that's cool. You know, they got, that, that reminds me a bit of uh, Broken Social Scene. Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. And just how they're kind of like an all star group of Canadian weirdos. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Leslie Feist and everyone, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's funny, like, I got into all the side bands. I never really listened to Broken Social Scene much. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I got in, yeah, I like, saw Feist and Stars and, uh -huh, yeah. uh, you know, all those side bands or whatever. Um, but yeah, for some reason, I never got my foot into the Broken Social Scene. They have stuff. some bangers, they have one album yeah. that's like front to back bangers um, mm -hmm. and I, I don't think i think feist is on it still but uh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just the singer is kind of like a douchebag <laughs> well, at least to me at least to me mm -hmm. he seems like kind of like a douche yeah, like yeah, yeah. front manny indie guy and yeah. that's always been my little bit of a turn off with them but uh but they're good he's a good songwriter for sure okay okay yeah. you could give me them sometime oh we should that'd be um, fun that'd be fun yeah yeah, yeah. Not 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 a band I spend a lot of time with. As I just disparaged him. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a dick. Let me give you a playlist. Exactly. One last thing I wanted to talk about on this one was their use of samples. Yes, which is a I think a underlying thing in the playlist. And yeah, for yeah, me yeah. at least something really cool. Yeah. Uh, I actually want to talk about it a little more on the next song, but this sure. part I was playing this in the car with the kids, and this one came on. And Han was like, what did they just say? I don't remember. Cut the head in half using a bandsaw and scoop the brains out. Blast the brain out with water or air. Suck the brain out through a hole in the head. I think I got about to the hole in the head part and I was uh, like, 
Skip. <laughs> I love how your son is immediately like, what the hell? That was amazing. Wait, what did they say? My, uh, I, like, my thing from that is, like, some kind of culinary, like, how to prepare. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or, like, or something. And it's like, talking Jesus. about, like, uh, how to embalm, like, those classes you have to take. Oh, maybe it's something like that. Uh, what is what is that called? Like, doing autopsies and stuff. Yes, 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 yes. Forensics. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, their use of samples is amazing and weird it's, and like unsettling yeah. sometimes. Like that one is unsettling, but like good. <laughs> yeah. I like that this one and, and a little bit on the next one too. Like it, the, it's like the, the last part of the song, this like the last minute or so it's this sample and it totally turns into a whole nother part of the song. Absolutely. Like I, I cut it off before the beat really comes in, but there's like a beat and yep. all this kind of stuff happening. Yeah. And <laughs> I really like that. There's other bands that I've heard over the years that do that. Um, but I don't know. I feel like it's usually when you hear samples in music, it's just like behind the rest of it or it's the intro to a song. Exactly. Or, you know, like yeah. No a clip from Donnie Darko or whatever. <laughs> right. Right. No, they've incorporated <laughs> it really well. And you definitely know that somebody in the crew or something or the producer or something is like mm-hmm. savvy and knows what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. And like, um, yeah, I, I I miss that in like newer music. You don't have mm-hmm, that as mm-hmm. much. I mean, I'm sure there's still sampling for us, but like, I don't know. Like, remember like like Beck and stuff. Like, there were such yeah, good yeah, samples yeah. and like, um, and just used really, really well. And yeah, yeah. I miss that. I, miss I just, that. I just don't know enough about it. And I know like a lot of people don't like samples. Like, I know Beyonce got a lot of flack for her album. I guess it's mostly made up of samples. Mm, yeah. Um, mm. This year or last year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's also a really fucking great record. So, yeah, um, I'm the wrong guy or maybe I'm the right guy because I'm a huge, huge proponent of samples. And I think it's like one of the most glorious art forms and greatest like forms of music ever. Um, I think it's just looked down on because it it comes out of like black culture. and A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And like if um, no, you're totally right. And people don't want to talk about that. But like um, and they want to like say like they're not real musicians or whatever but um mm-hmm. like i just you know just all those people should try to chop a sample <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you know what i mean <laughs> exactly it's like really exactly. hard and, like, <laughs> and to make it sound good and also just i do think it was more accepted um back then a little bit more like i've been listening mm-hmm. to like old flaming lips and they like yeah, use yeah, yeah. samples like so perfectly and like and like delay feedback and just like cool thing like as a tool you know like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which i think it's sad that people have um but also samples are very like hard to clear even yes, nowadays yes. yeah they yeah. uh one of their first albums when they first got into electronics because they started out as a more you know punk band guitar yeah. bass drum kind of thing yeah but when they discovered electronics they started using samples and i guess there's a version of an album that never came out Mm. Uh, because it cost way too much money to, once they figured out that they had to clear it. And so like they had to redo all the samples and stuff Exactly, that had happened with, Oh fuck. Fuck. There was another band that that's really big now that, that had the same problem. I don't fucking know. That happens that a lot. It happens yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. and samples are really hard to clear. And sometimes it can be like really like random, like granular, mm-hmm. like, Oh, it's literally mm-hmm. like this three second sample. That's like, 
the thing in question. Everything yeah, else has yeah, been cleared yeah. except this thing. And like, oh, that's like the hi-hat of the whole fucking song, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. oh, like, damn. And so yeah. that, I think that's why it's Beyonce and stuff do that because they're the only ones who can afford it anymore. <laughs> like <laughs> totally, Kanye totally. West, Beyonce, like yeah, yeah, The Weeknd yeah. maybe, like mm-hmm. Chumba Wumba in 1997 <laughs> were like, we got so much money, bro. <laughs> like We're clearing every sample. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, and then they can't anymore. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the music industry sucks in ways, you know? And it like, does, um, it does. Especially now with like usage and like streaming mm-hmm. and like IP for like music and yeah, it's yeah. insane. But anyway, that's a little bit of a sidetrack. But the other band was um, the Go Team. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Big into samples. And I their remember first, first record. I guess uh, they had to redo or redo. first demo or EP or something, wow. something like that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, samples rule. And uh, if I'm with somebody that is like saying that they don't like samples or that uh, samples are are dumb or whatever, I'm like, I'm with stupid. And just refer them to me. And I would just, <laughs> just refer them. You gotta to call Lush. my friend. You gotta Facetime my friend now, and he's just gonna <laughs> dunk on you savagely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, song two, I'm with Stupid. Perfect. (laughs) Perfect Uh, segue. (laughs) (laughs) Another great song, like it, it, um, still like dancing and fun. This one came out in 2000. Okay. uh, Off of an album called W-Y-S-I-W-Y-G, which stands for What You See Is What You Get. WYSIWYG. WYSIWYG. WYSIWYG, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's a designer. That's a big design term. Really? WYSIWYG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, I had no idea. It's like a real term. Like, we still use it for like Interesting. For digital. Like, oh, this is not going to look WYSIWYG like on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I wonder if that's why they, they used it. Oh, that's cool. But yeah. So, okay. This is 2000 WYSIWYG. It came out. Yeah. Um, so maybe this is the one after Tub Thumping. Like, this is like their follow up. Uh, yeah, I believe. Yep, right after Tub Thumper, so 97 and then 2000. Yeah. We came out with this one. Um, how'd you like the song? I actually really like this song. I love the sample at the beginning with the breakbeat and like the mm-hmm. way they use it. So again, you're talking about like kind of two or three almost different songs coming together. Um, yeah, yeah. And then the, the tone and the feel changing. Um, mm-hmm. But this one, I again, I thought really well done lyrically, a little tongue in cheek, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the production, again, is just phenomenal. Like, the way... I love hearing, like, a, a punk rock band sound big, but, like, done yes, well. Yeah. Even if they're not playing punk rock, per se, but, like, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. attitude and, like... But just done well, you know? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of care to the sound. I love all the... Instru- like, it starts out with that, yeah, that, like, kind of uh, sample putting together with stupid, stupid, yes. stupid, repeated over and over again. But as soon as that organ slides in, oh shit. Man. Oh yeah. That like beat sound. So good. I'll pause it. Yeah. That beat sound is so nice. It really is. It's like, <laughs> it's like a Rage Against Machine. Like ni- yeah. 90s electronic music. <laughs> like 
Oh my God. Okay, I'm going to jump forward a little bit. Just that, like, every time that organ, like, slides in. So good. Oh, fuck. It, it just gets so huge. and Because it's, it's just that real simple, like, electronic beat and stuff before that. And, oh. I Maybe it's because, like, we're from this era. But, like, I love production from this era. Like, it's super yeah, dynamic. Yeah. It's, like, and then uh, <laughs> it's just done, like, cool. Like, acoustic guitar. But it's, like, everything's yeah, mixed yeah, yeah. and balanced well. And, like, I think it's, like the precursor to what stuff sounds like now although more mm-hmm. like processed but like just all the dynamics and stops and starts yeah, yeah, and yeah. like it's like just that way with the breakbeat like coming in like <laughs> people were doing yeah, it in yeah. shitty ways back then like i don't know like nelly furtado or something you know what i mean <laughs> <But> <laughs> sure like, sure sure like, it kind of has that like vibe right but yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. this is them doing it like really well and um mm-hmm. yeah I, lo- I love the production on this one yeah yeah and the really cool samples, samples at the end, uh, that's actually my only timestamp, aside from the organ at the beginning, was the samples at the end. Yeah. I'm going to play that really quick. Yeah, please, I want to hear that part again. And now for the rest of this record, we have a selection of musical items, a stereo treat, as a reward for all your hard work. <laughs> it's so great. There... There is a band from the Bay Area called Please Inform the Captain This is a Hijack. Okay. Uh, like this anarchist punk band, Sarah Kirsch, like one of her bands of just like super famous underground Bay Area punk rock. What band is she from? Uh, uh, she was from like Fuel was the big like 90s band. Uh-huh. Not not the the like grunge uh-huh. Fuel, but yeah. there, uh, there was Fuel, Please Inform the Captain, uh, mother country motherfucker bad air brains or however you say that um oh i don't know any of these bands this is all like she was in pinhead gunpowder for I a little bit okay i've like heard of that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but all of them really short-lived all of them didn't really get big okay you know yeah. uh like fuel i think was maybe her biggest she passed away quite a few years ago but just prolific musician Interesting, yeah. like so much cool stuff but um Please inform the captain was big, big, big in the samples. It was like this hardcore punk band that they would have these breaks in songs that were just a bunch of samples put together into these really cool. uh, Yeah, I don't know, really fucking rad. And so like the first song a little bit, but this song in particular, the end of that song made me think of it so, so nice. I got it. Maybe we'll have to do a playlist for her and her group. It's. That might be cool, actually. Yeah, it's like her different um, kind groups, of just one just doing each. an overall. Okay, okay. Uh, it, it a lot of it isn't on on you know Apple. Or oh, whatever, interesting. Which is cool. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah do yeah. YouTube Maybe, YouTube playlist or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll have to be a YouTube. Which is playlist, fine, but me. really, really great, nice. cool stuff. Okay, sounds um, cool. But yeah, and it was a couple bands. I think uh, Please More the Captain and Bad Air Brains or Harry. I, someday I'll know how to say that. It's B A A D E R, I think. Uh, and I think maybe Mother Country Motherfucker were, had a lot of the samples. And nice, stuff like yeah. That. And, um, I love that. I love anyway, that, yeah, that kind of music. Really cool. Like, just I, I just love the idea of building a song that way. Yeah, you know, it's it's something that I feel like I could never really do, mm. but I just like hearing it. You know, absolutely. And I think like. Um, 
it's kind of it's similar i mean i'm not a master like sampler or anything but like i think it's like it's similar to like writing a song i think where i i look at a lot of this stuff like a puzzle and you're trying to mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you're trying to like put the puzzle together but actually like chisel the pieces of the puzzle too you know what i mean and then yeah, yeah, get it yeah. to fit you're yeah. like tooling the puzzle and then making it like <laughs> um and that's how i look at it like it's just a big thing and you t- take it in small parts and then you kind of mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like dude there's some masters i mean even just like personally like like nick nick reinhardt from Termelos. Oh, i mean yeah 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 on the uh, sp404 he's been using that since the beginning and he's like a master mm-hmm. he is a master yeah. of using it and like um i think when you can bring that in and do it tastefully and well mm-hmm. um it's amazing and mm-hmm. all these guys are influenced and guys and gals are influenced by people like uh apex twin and like square pusher mm-hmm. and like tricky and stuff like british yeah, uh, yeah electronic artists that were like sample kings you know and synth kings yeah. and stuff and queens <laughs> yeah but yeah, yeah love it yeah i don't know but that's all i have on the on this song i i really did is this the one that had this had scratching on it or is that the next and that's the next one i believe yeah next okay, one, yeah. okay. really yeah, yeah. ah yeah I, I like this one i think um for me this playlist like it just kept getting better in each one mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. this one and the first one i really liked but i think in the next few it really hits the sweet spot for me on a couple of songs okay, and, okay. but yeah i like i like i like this one a lot yeah um so off the same album uh how, how did you say it again wizzy wig wizzy wig wizzy wig wizzy wig <laughs> off of wizzy wig pass it along So this is the one uh, that, so what it's about, it's about gated communities mm. and, and, you know, separating yourself off from the rest of society okay. kind, of, kind of thing. And it's a bit about uh, like anti-Bill Gates, like not liking that kind of stuff. Ah, right. And I guess the line, where do you want to go today? That was an old uh, Windows like slogan. Oh. Gotcha. Which I do remember, I do like when I read yeah. that, it clicked and I was like, oh shit, okay. That's funny. And so what happened was they put out this song and, and you know, whatever. Then in 2002, so two years after it came out, General Motors offered them anywhere between seventy dollars to $100,000 to use the song for Whoa, a commercial. Oh, no way. Uh, and so they, oh, let me, hold on, let me bring up the actual names of the groups real quick because I forgot to note that. So uh, they got together with uh, two, they're called Corporate Jammer Activist Groups, Indie Media and Corp Watch, and talked to them about it and said, okay, what should we do? What do you guys think we should do? Should we take the money or should we say no? And so what they decided to do was agree and then give all the money to the... (laughs) To the activist groups oh, that. that are all anti-GM and, and <laughs> yes, and so it's so fucking rad. Oh, that's incredible, man! I love that. Yeah, to take all that money from the shitty corporation and then give it to the people that are fighting against them. I love that. I love that. And and for the corporation to be totally oblivious about <laughs> of it, course. you know, yeah, it's like some Robin Hood. <laughs> There's one it. quote here. Uh, from a publicist for GM's Pontiac told the Guardian that, oh, I didn't know that. 
I did know the band had quite a political background in England. That's very interesting. <laughs> it's like someone's getting fired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, somebody's getting fired. That's amazing. Uh, oh, that's great. But yeah, I just I think that's so rad that they did that. Then it's so it's again like the thing we were talking about with like Rage Against the Machine and people being oblivious to like what songs are actually about. They're like, oh, it's nice. It says, "Where do you want to go today?" And that's great for a car commercial. You know, where do you want to go? Yeah. But then. Like if you actually listen to the song and like figure out what it's about, it's probably not the best message you want to send to the people that are going to buy your car. <laughs> exactly, you <know>? exactly. <laughs> but you know what? I think that's really like important when you're talking about this band because I just from the, the again the cursory research I did, uh, the whole anarcho-communist mm-hmm. leaning or message is to me like amazing and that they've had it since the eighties and they were yeah. at the forefront of these like playing squats and playing like in public for everyone. Mm-hmm. And like, not only like it's not performative or it's like they were living it. Right. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah, this yeah. was like, they were all about it or even just in the way that they asked this, um, these groups, what we should do. And I think it's hilarious that the groups were like, ah, give us all the money. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I work for a union and I'm like, of course that's what they fucking said, but all, that's what you should do. But I love how these groups are like, yeah, they're yeah, like yeah. give us the money, by the way. <laughs> like, <always. laughs> but uh, I think that's really cool. And like, I, there's this like HBO documentary called um, the anarchists and mm. um, it's terrible or it's about like, um, these like anarchists but they're like crypto anarch like right like crypto anarchy or something they have like this huge like convention and like but they're self-described as anarchists and like Uh i've never been like this like punk that was like i'm a fucking anarchist or whatever but like yeah even i was like this is like just wrong on so many levels <laughs> and like that they're describing themselves as this. And then, yeah. And like the whole thing was like anarcho anarcho That was their thing in Acapulco. And like, we're like selling crypto. <laughs> it's, it's horror. You should watch it. Actually. It's kind of like, Oh my God. One of the two sets of getting like murdered. And it's like, yeah. It's insane. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, it like, you know, left a bad taste in my mouth. And then the, this stuff, I'm like, yeah, this is what it's really about. Like, you know, like it's not this mm-hmm. fucking libertarian bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, it's <laughs> like these guys are like giving to the poor, giving to like the cause. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, really yeah, like yeah. not about capitalism in any form or shape. And like, I'm like, that's what it's about. And um, I, I think we need Chumbawamba in 2023. Like, I think they need to yeah, come yeah. back. Like, I think I this is the time for them. Like, it's been 2012 they broke up. Like, 11 years, guys. Come on. And look, come on back. And look where the world has gone since then, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Fuck. They'd be perfect. They have so much to say, I'm mm-hmm. sure. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what they're doing. I couldn't. I didn't really look into like what they're doing now. Mm. Like any of the members, but yeah. I'd be curious to see like if any of them are making music or producing or, or whatever. So yeah. I don't know. I'll look yeah. into that. Activism. I'm sure they're doing some form. Yeah, of that, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. I would hope. Yeah. Let's listen to the chorus. The chorus is really good. Yeah, please. It reminded me of Our House by the. Yes. Uh, I almost said the Misfits. <laughs> <laughs> Madness. <Yeah. laughs> um, do you think they were going but, for that? Because it's like so much it, like that almost. Like I feel like there's there's like an interpolation or whatever. Maybe, you know? yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah, let's hear that. Ah, when you want to go today. Ah, 
really, I don't know, really great, like big sounding chorus. Yeah. Um, and I could see how, you know, GM or whatever would, would want to use that in a car. Yeah. Like it fucking works. And yes, because I think that, and even as I was listening to the playlist, they, it's not that the music's happy, but it's like, it, it's like, it makes you move and it just, it makes you feel good. And you know, yeah, they yeah, always yeah. want to capitalize on things like this because when music can create a feeling like that, like it's like, imagine, you know, lightning in a bottle or whatever it could. Yeah. sell all your cars or shitty cars <laughs> you know what i mean um exactly but like uh i like that man i i love darkness of course in my music mm-hmm. and i love like you know jason molina songs ohio is like my favorite and he's like the mm-hmm. darkest motherfucker ever but like <laughs> i i love music like this it makes me feel good and that mm-hmm. it, it, you don't even have to listen to the lyrics if you don't want to. And you could still like sure. get something really great out of the song. And um, this one for me, like this song and the next one were my top two. And um, Oh, cool. This one definitely like I, I kept smiling. Like I was listening to it on the way home yesterday totally. and I was like smiling and like, Oh man, like they were convincing me each song again. You know? <laughs> and, like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, these guys are like, the real deal and why do not why do more bands not do this have fun more mm-hmm. you know and, and still yeah. do their shit and their message but have fun yeah also how are they not not bigger at least in america you know it's like a travesty kind of it's kind of wild that they're so they're only known for that one song and everyone you say i'm oh i'm listening to chumbawamba or i'm doing a podcast on chumbawamba and it's like ugh. yeah I'm why, sorry. Why? <laughs> <laughs> they only have that one album. No, exactly. Well, exactly. Actually. <laughs> um, but anyway. Maybe Chumbawamba is the Burt Bacharach of our generation. Oh, sure, sure. Because yeah. Burt Bacharach just died. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, like, he's like, I didn't, I didn't really know how like mm-hmm. prolific and incredible and all these different songs he wrote across multiple genres that were hits, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For black music, for like rock and roll, for like singer songwriters. Um, mm-hmm. And he's just kind of like a meme, like no, like our, like nobody like <laughs> took him seriously, at least when we were younger and into music, you know? Sure, and, sure. Um, and now that he's died, like all these people are coming out like, dude, this guy was like of course. the fucking greatest. But like, then they start doing the list and you're like, oh, he wrote that song? Oh, he wrote that song. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Holy yeah, shit! Yeah. Like, those are bangers, you know. Like, um, but yeah, that's Chumbawamba. <laughs> like, they're yeah, not getting totally, them, totally. Put some respect on their name. <laughs> so, what? When did this record come out again? Did we go over that? Uh, two thousand. Two thousand. Okay, so this is we're still in that era. Yeah, this is still WYSIWYG. That's right. Oh, okay. So that's the album. I need to get that album then. Yeah, put that on yeah. my list. Next one, we're jumping all the way to two thousand eight now. El Fusilado. Listen close to this crooked mouth for my story I will tell. Oh, I lived in Mexico by the name of Wenceslao Miguelo. Left my home in Santiago, the heart of the city. Of I don't have a lot to say about this song, uh, El Fusilado. Mm. I think it's pretty great. Yeah. It's it's really funny because it it immediately made me think of the Wiggles. Oh yes, yes. I don't know if you ever watched yeah, have, the Wiggles I with have, your kids. Yeah. But, 
We have heard a lot of wiggles in this house. And this is <laughs> this is reminiscent, huh? Absolutely. They have quite a few songs that are just the acapella. Yes. Harmonizing. Yeah. They do it really, really well. Oh my gosh. It's this is another one that I think it got to this song and I finally like, okay, I need to listen to something else because like they're talking about, you know, lining people up against the wall and shooting yeah, them or whatever. Yeah. So with the kids, I was like, well, it sounds like the Wiggles, but maybe we'll listen to <laughs> it's the, I'll go back to my Taylor Swift. Or the Wiggles and like a junta in South America. <laughs> I love it. Um, that's so funny because this, and I don't know, I'm so weird, but like, this is my favorite song. Oh, hell Easily, yeah. Yeah. like by a lot almost. I love like when an artist can go outside of their genre mm-hmm. or what not even genre because these guys mm-hmm. are a little bit genreless, but um just do something just do something some totally, totally out of left, out of left field. field but like and then just like pull it off really well mm-hmm. pull it Perfectly. off really well where it's like not only sounds perfect but it's not like hammy or like uh, mm-hmm. you know what i mean like a little like campy like it's like the real deal and i don't really know what like the lyrics like you should definitely like school me on what he's what that's about and what even the Elfie Salato's I'm not <laughs> quite sure but um I just love like to me it's like a, a test almost like are you a great band can you do something like this and just rely yeah, on yeah, like, yeah. your melodies can you do something with no instruments at very all very sparse instrumentation maybe some like percussion and then like uh harmonizing melodies and then to do it outside of like your cultural realm, mm-hmm. I think is the mm-hmm. really hard part because anybody can like go and look like, Hey, this is how African music from this place sounds, or this is how South American music from Belize sounds or whatever. But, um, to do it like respectfully to do it like with reverence and mm-hmm. to do it like, not like, like appropriating specifically. And I don't, I don't know mm-hmm. exactly like there's multiple like things they're drawing from here of like, like African or South American or whatever it may be um, mm-hmm. or Spanish or whatever. But uh, they do it really well. And I'm, I yeah. freaking, I don't, I'm generally not a fan. And this is not like a cultural appropriated song where they sing it all in Spanish or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. but I mm-hmm. have a thing again, not against, but like I got a thing about <laughs> like, white dudes singing in Spanish and stuff like that. I really do. And <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to be yeah. a dick about it, but like, I just, no, I, I just do. And like, whether it's about mm-hmm. that or food or like mm-hmm. anything, like I'm always a little side eyed at like that kind of stuff. Like, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> anyways, but yeah, they, they pull it off perfectly. I thought they do. They really, really do. So I, I didn't really know, but it kind of just tells the story. Like I'm, yeah. I'm looking at the Wikipedia okay. page right now. Uh, so this song is about a, a real person, uh-huh. Wenselago Mongel, I believe, uh, Herrera. Uh, he, uh, known by the press as El Fusilado, okay. Spanish for the shot one, was a Mexican soldier under Pancho Villa uh, who was captured on March 18th, 1915 during the Mexican Revolution and survived execution by firing squad. Holy shit. Uh, he was sentenced to death without trial and was shot eight to nine times in the body 
and receive the coup de grace or one final shot to the head at point blank range to ensure death, yet managed to survive, though he was permanently scarred uh, and disfigured by the event. That's why the first line, I think he says crooked smile because he's got like his face is kind of like Holy crooked cow. a little bit. So he like yeah. really survived, like didn't even yeah, die yeah, yeah. from the wounds. He, he didn't. Uh, he died in 1976. Holy shit. Oh, my God. So, I had no idea. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, this is just the story of, of this guy. Yeah. And presented in a really in a really nice way. Yeah. Yeah, it almost seems like it's just them telling his story, which is, I don't know, it's really cool. Yeah. And instead of making it into like this big rock song mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm. you know, the the ballad of El Fusano yeah, and, and yeah, stuff, yeah. like it's it's presented in this very nice, simple way. And I think that's really awesome. And it's something that like I've never heard of this person. Yeah. Uh, and I always like that kind of shit. Um, I always think of first one that always comes to mind is um, that episode of The Watchmen. Black Wall Street. Um, yes. Yeah, thank you, yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. But yeah, the Black Wall Street, like something I never knew about. Mm. And uh, it's it's really nice when, you know, a band like this, who is this anarcho band and, you know, has all these, you know, communist views and, and or whatever is really kind of like putting their money where their mouth is mm-hmm. and, and really like telling stories of, of other people and not just like, you know, taking a picture at the Black Lives Matter protest. Exactly. And <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, and like, yeah, and doing like, doing the knowledge, like showing people mm-hmm. like, um, the, the Watchmen was a perfect example of that. And then uh, mm-hmm. after that, they had that show Lovecraft Country, which was really cool. We always oh, thought, yeah. and that yeah. a lot of cool things about different kinds of like history yes. of like yes. uh, disenfranchised people all over America and other places. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know what I get from it too, especially the sound is like the kind of like the like soca rhythm or even like a, um, more importantly, like it reminds me a bit of like Cajun New Orleans. Um, mm-hmm. um, Ico Ico, you know that one? My flag mm-hmm. boy and your flag boy sitting by oh, the oh. fire. My flag yes, boy, yes, so yes. Your flag boy, I'm gonna set your flag on fire. Oh yeah, that's like uh, my favorite. Uh, Doctor John does a version, but totally. it's actually like a uh, <laughs> New Orleans, like Indian thing, you know, like the uh, oh, okay, Mardi Gras okay. Indians and stuff. Like it's one of their like jams and um, very old, and it gives me that feeling. I love music like that. I feel like it's very like for me, like ethnically, even like it really resonates mm-hmm. with me because I feel like like. I've been into this lately about just like the purity of like music and storytelling and like mm-hmm. uh, thousand years ago sitting around a campfire and stuff, you know, and like <laughs> singing songs and um, telling stories. And I, I love like that really like organic, like pure when music can mm-hmm. kind of like and then when a great band like this can do like yeah. to draw, draw, draw off that, you know, like. Um, Shit, even like Paul Simon Graceland or something, which is probably a little bit more like, you know, like it's different, but it, yeah, it gives me yeah. that feel too, like a little bit, you know? Totally. I, did, I didn't even think about that because I, I love that record. Yeah. Um, but that's so, that's so true. Mm, yeah. Yeah, dude. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, this is uh, one of my favorites. And um, this is one where the first time I heard it on this playlist, I really like smiled mm-hmm. big and I was like, yeah, this is yeah, great. It took me by surprise. Yeah. 
I think that's a really good choice for like introducing someone to Chumbawamba. Like, yeah, they're they're gonna do these other songs, you know, these rock yeah. songs or whatever, these big uh, happy dance sounding songs, but they can also like bring out an acapella jam. Absolutely, as well. <laughs> and like, yeah, that's it's always a testament to a band when they can do multiple mm-hmm. things, do it right, and still maintain their identity and their messaging kind of like obviously when you yeah, explain yeah. the song to me what it's about Pancho Villa and the whole the uh, warfare mm-hmm. minutes or whatever that's amazing and they're teaching us stuff yeah, yeah. and I like you love a good Wikipedia deep dive ever watching a movie or listening to a song <laughs> and like learning yes, about yes, some yes. shit you know you're like oh shit I never knew yeah. that what else did they not teach exactly. us about? Exactly, <laughs> and there's so much. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Everything. Um, awesome. So this one was on, you said, what record? That So that, the short version of the album title is The Boy Bands Have Won. I love that. Um, <laughs> What's the full version? <laughs> the full version, I believe, still holds the Guinness Book of World Records for the longest uh, album like title. paragraph kind of thing. Gotcha. Yeah, it is. Uh, the Boy Bands Have Won. And all the copyists and the tribute bands and the TV talent show producers have won. If we allow our culture to be shaped by mimicry, whether lack of ideas or exaggerated respect, you should never try to freeze culture. What you do, what you can do is recycle that culture. Take your older brother's hand-me-down jacket and restyle it, refashion it to the point where it becomes your own. But don't just regurgitate creative history or hold on uh, or hold art and music and literature as a fixed, untouchable, kept under and kept under glass. I love that. Not done. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the people who try to guard any particular form of music are like the copyists and manufactured bands doing it, doing it the worst disservice uh, because the only thing that you can do to music that will damage it is not change it not make it your own mm. because then it dies then it's over then it's done and the boy bands have won <laughs> it's a poem it's like a full like an ode or a epic epic of gilgamesh <laughs> <laughs> that's the first time i've read that's it amazing that's, sounds so and i fully fucking agree 100 percent. it's amazing. basically don't gatekeep <laughs> it's kind of like what we were just talking about like yeah, this yeah. whole song, like, yeah, like it's, it's like they like do it right. Do something different. Get out of your comfort zone. <laughs> and if you're not yeah, like, yeah. you're kind of shit, you know? Yeah. You know? Love it. Don't, don't just carbon copy, uh, your band and don't like hold it under, uh, under glass, you know? And like, yeah, and yeah, make yeah, it yeah. yours and too precious about it. Yeah. I love that. It's a whole <laughs> message right? kind of in a way and mm-hmm. like described in the 87 word. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Album title, but it's amazing. <laughs> like how to how I had to take a a breath. Not done. <laughs> Still going. <laughs> Give me two seconds. I want to run to the bathroom real quick and uh, tell Han where else to look. Get for his, his video game. game. It's important. <laughs> Absolutely. One hour later. Kids. Oh, no problem at all, man. Both Boom. of them trying to sneak onto YouTube. So, oh, oh, is that the thing? <laughs> They get their hour on the weekend. You know, that's so funny. One hour a day. My son's watching YouTube right now, and he's only allowed on the weekends. Yeah. He's like, yes, it's YouTube. (laughs) (sighs) We only let him on kids' YouTube anymore, too, because... It's horrible, dude. There's so much shit on YouTube. It's awful, and I ended up just doing YouTube Premium. 
because for me, it wasn't even what he was watching. It was the ads that would pop up. Oh, yeah. And like, you know what I mean? Like, you'd be watching mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. a children's thing, and then all of a sudden it's an ad for like Extends or something. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, Jesus, yeah, yeah. man. Like, what the fuck? Like, so that's helped actually. <laughs> okay, and I okay. love YouTube Premium. Oh, my God. It's like, God. do you have it? We watch a lot of YouTube. It's the best. There's nothing better. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll sign up. Then I'm like, well, we should cancel something if we're going to sign know. up. We just signed up for fucking exactly. Peacock or whatever. But I run out of things <laughs> to watch on like Peacock. So like YouTube, mm-hmm. I like, and I use it a ton for like music, design, mm-hmm. like tutorials, yeah. or even just like home improvement tutorials. Yeah. And do you know yep. how much it's like helped just not having to skip ads or like yeah oh <laughs> stuff god. like that it's just oh ads my, my friend was like is it worth it and i'm like of course and then he was like yeah but what else do you get and me and my other coworker were like nothing dude you just don't get ads it's like <laughs> you that's don't all have to watch need. ads like, anymore it's so worth it just for that yeah <laughs> i had it for like a week i did like you know the trial that's what or i did yeah no and it, um, it was it was a good week i'm in i'm in now <laughs> i'm in yeah and now they do it on your iphone it's cool where like if you like lock your screen It'll yeah, still play keep, the audio, which listening. it used to not do mm-hmm. that. And that's like fire because I'll wash dishes and stuff. And then yeah, I used to yeah. be like, skip ad to my son. I'm like yelling, <laughs> like, skip ad, <laughs> please. Anyways. Anyway, last song. Yeah, we made it. Uh, earliest song we got. I was I was kind of hoping for, for an 80s Interesting. Jam. Interesting. But um, give the anarchist a cigarette. Yes. From 1994, this album was called Anarchy, on um, Bjork's record label, One Little Indian. I love that. I saw that. That's yeah. amazing. Yes. <laughs> and they're not called that anymore because that's not appropriate. Uh, it's not yeah. The best name. Yeah. Um, uh, but anyway, really good song. Uh, apparently, it's about it's poking fun at Bob Dylan. Oh, yeah. I could see that a little bit now. Okay. Uh, so there is, uh, I got, this came from genius.com, but it is on wiki as, as well. And a couple other places, uh, the title and repeated line originate from a scene in the 1967 documentary film. Don't look back covering Bob Dylan's 1965 tour of England in the scene. Dylan Dylan's manager, Albert Grossman. That's the Albert that they keep referencing uh, in the yeah, lyrics. Yeah. Uh, tells Dylan, they've started calling you an anarchist just cause you don't offer any solutions. Dylan responds dry, uh, dryly. Uh, give me a cigarette. Give the anarchist a cigarette. Uh, Chumbawamba <laughs> plays with the obvious irony of a rich musician riding in a limousine with a support staff being considered an anarchist. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So cool. Like, I just love taking that one one little phrase that he says and oh, yeah. like basing the whole song off of that. It's a sample in uh, itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a way. Yeah. Uh, give the anarchist a cigarette. The, ch- the times are a change in him, but he just forgets. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to choke on his harmonica. <laughs> That's the line that I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also took it as like a bit of like a, uh, just a, in general, like 
to the fakers and the freaking mm-hmm. and the yeah, performative yeah, yeah. activists or whatever. Yeah, that's you know what, what we were talking about with the last song, too. Yeah, yeah. You know? Because I love that because, I mean, there's so much of that, obviously. Like, being involved in any scene after a mm-hmm. while, you're like, oh, mm-hmm. these guys are like... And now with, like, you know, yep. with yeah. uh, TikTok or whatever, sorry, like, live and stuff, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, like, go to a... Why don't you go to a... Uh, an action without your phone next time and see (laughs) (laughs) and no one will know yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) and you can still do the work (laughs) but yeah um i i love it and just the line like i don't know about you but like i've just been constantly like like or out loud so many of these songs just randomly (laughs) popping into my head and every time i'm at a punk show now and someone's trying to bum a smoke outside which is you know death and taxes taxes here i'm just kidding somebody (laughs) at the cafe hell yeah hell yeah (laughs) no i love it and um I am a little too bummed because I was like waiting for the old song like because mm-hmm. and maybe we'll have to do like another playlist about like pre 88 or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like because I'd love to hear it. Um, Matt, if you're if you're listening for some reason yeah. um, and you have a playlist of five songs from the 80s, chumbo yeah. by 80s, 80s material, I'd be so down to listen to it. So is this kind of his thing that Matt does? Like, is it also like a five song? No, or this was just something he. This did was randomly? just a random TikTok he did. He mostly talks about books, I believe. Okay. Cool. Um, oh yeah, 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 right. But he the the thing was he was saying that he's tired of having to pretend uh, Chumbawamba isn't one of the best fifty bands of the or best bands of the last fifty years. Yeah, I, believe I love it. I love it. And kind of what we've been talking about how they're they're just played off as a one hit wonder. Yeah, they're like so 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 much more than that. I feel that like cause because it's like you listen you once you get converted to Chumbawamba like you yourself have become an activist for <laughs> totally Chumbawamba's like <laughs> Chumbawamba activist. just like just spreading <laughs> knowledge and like uh, you know like doing the work. <laughs> you can <laughs> hand out cigarettes at the punk show, but you, you gotta you gotta. <laughs> You gotta add, like quiz them on like okay I'm gonna say give an anarchist a cigarette what's that from Have you heard the good they've word? got two answers yes. We're gonna Bob be like uh, Jehovah's Witnesses like standing on the corner <laughs> with like a little fucking knock on people's door <laughs> Have you got the, heard the good word of Chumbawamba <laughs> yes, Exactly We're gonna convert people too because it's it's inevitable if you are a music fan and you listen mm-hmm. to five songs from Chumbawamba There's no way you could be like they fucking suck I still think they yeah, suck yeah. Like I like. I've done like two podcasts about Scott and like, I still don't like Scott. <laughs> like, you know what? What I mean? I'm like, I don't know. It's like, okay. Like, like no, like Aaron Carnes tried to convince me for two yeah, yeah. hours and I was still like, I guess man, like I like the old shit, you know, like that was like, if they're Jamaican and black, like, yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you not, like the first like, wave. Okay. And like, okay. and like, yeah, the specials and stuff, but like, um, <laughs> no, it doesn't take much convincing for me. Like this is a, a given, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love that. I love that. Uh, Let's listen to the chorus of this one here. Oh, he's gone. He'll be back. He'll be back. And we're back. Have we played any of this song yet? No, I was about to play the chorus. Let's do 56 seconds. Slaps. He's going to choke on his harmonica outwards. And then everybody's done by itself. Everybody needs a little bit of help. 
that verse too is so it just it just drips of 90s absolutely like late 80s sound to it um yes you know what we had and i love the huge chorus i love the huge chorus huge chorus and you know what like throughout this whole podcast what we haven't talked about yet is hmm. um all the guitar work is like yeah. phenomenal like the riff in yeah. this song is so like just like staccato and great and like moves you like <laughs> yeah. all the guitar work is phenomenal and and the bass mm-hmm. too i probably should listen deeper for the bass and stuff and i'm assuming it i'm sure it's just like phenomenal behind yeah. it um the thing that really sticks out through the whole playlist is the horns mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh I, I i know you're not a scum no, no, no. <laughs> but i am such a huge fan of horns yes. in in almost any genre of music and i just i just love it i love the like I said earlier, like I, I love a big band. Yeah, yeah. They've got the horn players, they've got the keys, they got the synth, all that kind Absolutely. of stuff. Absolutely. I love a horn but, ensemble, and I know like I just did my mm-hmm. thing about ska, but that is what I do. <laughs> with horns. What I do like is, and I love horns as well. Um, when ska does it in the ensemble, it's t- tight and like moves mm-hmm. it like really well. Um, and like I think horns are like okay. What's what's which one do you like? What horn is like your go to? I, you you can't go wrong with a trumpet. Yeah, it's trumpet. Like I feel like me. that's kind of universal. Absolutely. Sax gets a bad rap yeah. because of the eighties. Yeah, sax is tough. But sax can pull off so much. Sax by itself sometimes is like two mm-hmm. eighties, yeah. right? A bit corny. A bit. It can. It's just so like that era, like doing a solo or something. But in an ensemble, yeah, I yeah. think it's fantastic. Now, I was in the marching band in junior high. Oh, were you? Oh, cool. What did you play? Year. Well, obviously, because for me, it's trumpets, too. I love trumpets. Right? Oh, okay. And obviously, okay. I wanted to be a trumpet, but all like three seats got taken right away. So I played <laughs> trombone, which I was oh, like, this okay. sucks. I, I love a good trombone, too. Well, at first, I was like, this sucks. And then I was like, <laughs> I liked it by the end. And I like the yeah, freedom yeah, yeah. of a trombone. Like, there's mm-hmm. no like set note. I mean, there is, but it's all about sliding, right? And so yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. really like, it's there's a freedom to it. Um, and then later, like, and then I stopped playing or whatever. And like, mm-hmm. when, it, when like I was in a punk rock band, I was joke like, damn, I should have kept playing trombone. I could have been in, totally, in totally. leftistics or something, right? <laughs> um, and then whatever. But then later, like we were talking about um, Ico Ico, Dr. John. Um, mm-hmm. I love New Orleans music and New Orleans jazz. And New Orleans okay. jazz is all about the trombone totally like totally. trombone shorty obviously now but like mm-hmm, the whole sound mm-hmm. is based on on the bone you know what i mean and like uh, <laughs> on the bone but uh yeah i love the horns in this i love a good horn line to to push mm-hmm. a song forward and um yeah classic you would have uh you would have liked the jeff rosenstock show he didn't play any ska this time oh around. he didn't okay i'm, I'm bummed no. i missed that one that's the and i saw you with your son that's awesome Right, yeah, yeah. Right? Han, Han went and was bored out of his mind, That's but so he funny. went. That is so funny. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this is a great one. It's a great way to end it, too. And I think mm-hmm. um, shout out to Matt for putting this together yeah. because it's expertly done. It's a really, really great playlist. I am so interested to listen to more. Yes. You know, yes. I really want to dig farther back. I want to hear that old like crass punk stuff yes. that they did or, you know, how did they do that kind of stuff? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think what I'm most interested in is, is like the nineties and two thousands where they're, they're dealing a lot with that electronic stuff yeah, yeah. in there. 
I don't know, like WYSIWYG. That, yeah. Both of the songs off of that album so were good. really fucking yeah. rad. That's like the sweet spot, I think, maybe um, for them. But I'm sold, man. A hundred percent. I think that like out of all of them, this one is kind of my favorite I've done with you because it was really enlightening, eye-opening, mm-hmm. and uh, I love finding new stuff. And yeah, yeah. I think at one point in a past podcast, I told you, I love finding new stuff later in life. Like, yeah. I love being new to something that everyone else is like mm-hmm. new about, or with this case, not so much, but um, that no one knows about them. But um, I like that. And then you can have it with a new perspective. And uh, yeah, I don't know about you. I, my first thing after listening to podcasts, I'm interested to hear if you did this as well at some point. I listened to Thub Thumping. <laughs> I, like went I have not. I have not I gone like and listened to it. On and I like played the whole song. And I kept seeing it because yesterday I was like watching live videos yeah, and yeah. stuff and I kept seeing the little thumbnail and I was like, oh, I need to click on that. It like <laughs> it made it like even better for me. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Now it's a whole new perspective everything. on it, right? And it actually starts out with this super weird like sample part does it and like oh, maybe okay. in the radio edit it just goes straight into mm-hmm. it because i never Possibly. like realized yeah um but yeah it starts out with just this amazing incredible uh little like weird ass dark sample thing interesting but yeah uh it really brought it was like a fun like way to cap it off was by throwing mm-hmm. in tub thumping one more time and freaking yeah, yeah, yeah. pissing the night away a bit on my Friday night. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> thank you for this one. Thank you. Thank you for always totally, having yeah. me on. I love doing this. And of course. I love having you on, man. What do I want? I want to go like four, 4.0 okay. for, for a rating. Out of five. Yeah, I'm going to go four. I don't want to. Uh, yeah, out of five. I don't want to overshoot it and be like five. I love it. I'm a Wumba through and yes. through. You know? Have you done a five yet? Have you had fives yet? I have. I've done a couple four point ah, eights. Um, uh, Motion City Soundtrack. I should have just given a five because I love that. Band and then it now. just became. Thanks. Thank hindsight. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. A couple, a couple uh, replacements. We did replacements. Oh, I gave them a really high yeah. score. Uh, then I listened to more and I bumped them down quite You're a hilarious. bit. You're hilarious. Oh my God. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> like, actually. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a little afraid. That's why I'm afraid to like go any higher on this one. Cause I'm like, am oh, I going to listen to, to more and it doesn't hold up? Uh, I feel you on that though. Maybe it's like uh, the replacement fans. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Insufferable at times. Because <laughs> like out of the five songs on the on that episode, I really like yeah. three of them. One of them, Ale- the song Alex oh, the Chilton best. is probably one of my favorites. And I love Big ever. Star, so it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, I listened to more and I was like, I don't know. I don't know to take them seriously sometimes or not. I have this thing. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. But that's funny. Um, You know what? I will give it, I'm going to give it a 4.2 because I'm close to where you're at. But I also, I think Mm -hmm. just on the pure like uh, uh, surprise aspect, kind of like I wasn't expecting it. I, I, Knowing the crass stuff a little bit, knowing that they were once part of crass, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they were they, they were, were crass, crass at one point, <laughs> um, and the sex business. Um, I so I had a little bit of knowledge, but I was not expecting this. I was not expecting yeah, this. Yeah. I I'm a like jaded punk about punk, 
Sure. Like sure. like you were saying with replacements, like I in hindsight, a lot of it doesn't like work for me the way it did because I think punk can be about mm-hmm, youth mm-hmm. and um um just sort of the, not ignorance but just sort of like you know that naivete basically sometimes yes, yeah, and yeah, as yeah, I yeah. am getting older like it's just like too angry for me sometimes and I'm like I'm not so angry anymore <laughs> um but this like they're my kind of punks I guess does that make yeah, sense yeah, yeah yeah absolutely they're still they still have that ethos and stuff but it's presented in such a different way exactly you know yeah. than dead Kennedys or something yeah they're like they're like the singer from Eve Six. Who's my buddy? Who is my buddy on Twitter? And we like to, Twitter, we talk yeah. sometimes. Um, but he's like that. Like he's about yeah. he's fucking with the shit. Like he's like you know he's, he knows the shit. And he's like obviously made this like this pants. Not that they're awful, but you know what I mean. Like you know, it's kind of a joke yeah, at this point. They're a bit of a one hit one. Exactly, think, think, and he makes yeah. fun of himself un- un- yeah. unendingly. But. Um, <laughs> I, I like that. I like, like I said, I like when people don't take themselves too seriously and they allow themselves mm-hmm. to have fun and they allow themselves to make fun of themselves a bit. And yeah, um, it's endearing to me. Yeah, totally. Well, thanks man. Thanks for doing this. I'm glad it turned out as well as it did. Yeah, it did. Thank you. And sorry for yeah. the technical difficulties. No, Every okay. time it'll be a little bit better and uh, next time it'll be we, better. I, I feel like I got so used to like the disconnect reconnect yeah. that we just, I mean, we just kept going at that you have point. To. I mean, there's going to yeah, be bits yeah, yeah. and pieces of this where uh, we, I went seeing you and just kept talking, but I love it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's always a pleasure being here doing this it inspires yeah. me. I, uh, it makes me want to do my own stuff and get you involved too. And um, yeah, if you want to do that Twin Peaks thing, I haven't forgotten. I've been really actually um, talking about that a lot, thinking about that a lot. Last night or mm-hmm. last morning when I was driving, I was thinking about it. And I want you, like, yeah, you're gonna be my guy on that. And um, okay. actually, um, I was at this uh, the community shop class in Oak Park last night. Oh, cool. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's right by the Colonial, though. and like, uh, Yeah, we drove. Uh, Cody and I went record shopping the other day, and we drove by it it's, after going to Fono. It's super cool. It's next to like Luigi's or whatever. Mm-hmm, and so I got mm-hmm. a, a pie from Luigi's, and just I was waiting forever, so I just walked in there because the door is open. And it's super cool. It's like a, some punk rock dude like runs it, and um, cool. they have a rad like podcast studio. Oh, cool. And uh, I actually, like I really liked the guy, and we were talking, and I, uh-huh. uh, I'm donating a bunch of stuff for oh, their podcast studio like my old stuff because i upgraded a lot of stuff you know yeah yeah and i'm, yeah. I'm not the type of dude to, like try to sell shit on facebook or whatever so totally, i'm like totally. i want to pay for it and do this um and uh in response he's like yeah man come record and just hang out or whatever and um, sick so just shout out to them community shop class in oak park on Tottenham boulevard yeah. um and what they're doing and if anybody is interested in uh you know, like doing a podcast or they also do like woodworking and like mm-hmm, uh, screen mm-hmm. printing and um, all kinds of cool, like handiwork, fix it lessons That's and sick. stuff. Yeah. So I'm trying to like rep them too. And um, yeah, maybe we could record the Twin Peaks one there once in a while. Yeah. 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 That'd be interesting. Okay. Awesome. Sick. Thanks, Danny. Thanks everybody for listening. Thanks to uh, Matt as well for uh, posting a TikTok about Jungle Wamba. Thank you. Thank you listeners. We'll be singing. (laughs) Bye bye.
Wait, are you back? Yeah, I'm back. Okay, cool. Did you, did you hear any of that? Uh, I, I heard it's been fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's been fun. Bye. It's been fun. Peace. <laughs> Later. I lost you. <laughs>